We start with an update to a story from last week. Back on January 25th, the Chatham County Sheriff's Office responded to a call about potential animal cruelty. They ended up finding more than 150 dogs at an alleged puppy mill on Oakley Church Road near Bear Creek. Many of those dogs needed immediate care. They ended up getting help from a couple of national nonprofits, the Bissell Pet Foundation and Animal Rescue Corps. You can learn more and see pictures in the news article on chapelboro.com. We look to local government meetings now as the Orange County Commissioners are set to meet tonight in the Witted Building at 7 o'clock. They'll hear a presentation on a master plan for solid waste. They will also discuss the Green Tract, a large undeveloped stretch of land in northern Chapel Hill. They'll consider approving a contract with an engineering firm to provide design services for a master plan for that land. The plan is to develop part of that land with affordable housing. Chapel Hill, Carborough, and Orange County all have to agree on the final plan. Speaking of plans that require multiple municipalities signing off on it, Carborough Town Council meets tonight. One item on their agenda will be a proposal to extend the water and sewer boundary south along the 15501 to the Chatham County line. Chapel Hill's already signed off on this but they'll also need Carborough, Orange County, and Owasa to agree. Carborough Town Council will also vote to rename Carr Street. The street is currently named after a prominent white supremacist. It will be renamed after Braxton Fushi, who was Carborough's first black town board member back in 1969. In Durham, the school board's not meeting tonight, but they did move up their Thursday meeting to tomorrow night to discuss the salary dispute This led to several staff members calling in sick and closed several schools in the district yesterday. In the lead-up to this year's election cycle, President Biden's touring the country touting investments made through his American Rescue Plan Act and infrastructure legislation passed a few years ago. That included a recent trip to North Carolina where he specifically talked about additional investments in his administration's making into affordable high-speed Internet While Southern Orange County has pretty consistent access, that's not the case in more rural parts of our community. Carolina Connections' Noah Powell and Taylor Holbrooks reported this story on Biden's visit and a North Carolinian who represents that underserved population in our state. 73-year-old Rex Brooks has spent his entire life living in this house in Lexington, North Carolina. It's changed a bit over the years. He's built a new kitchen, a smokehouse, even a special building for processing deer meat. But one thing hasn't changed. His house does not have an internet connection. Well, my children pretty much do everything electronically for me. Uh, We have some bills that have to be paid online. Uh, My daughter takes care of all that. Otherwise, we pay our bills in a check or either if it's a local bills, we run by and pay them at the local places around here like water bill and electric bill and all that we just pay them at that time while brooks's life without the internet is manageable for him he knows his children can't live that way and and they're good in their own way i'm not taking that away and i know society's gone that way but at my age i think i can get by till till the end of the way i'm doing it now you know so I might worry worry my children to death, but <laughs> it's just going to happen that way. If they, what I've got invested in them, she'll even give me some answers, you know, <laughs> or, or take care of some business for me, you know. <laughs> Rex is just biding his time. 
trying to wait out the increasingly online world. But for many North Carolinians, this isn't an option. The internet is, for most aspects of life, a requirement. When President Biden visited Raleigh, he aimed to make the internet cheaper, faster, and more available for families across North Carolina. High-speed internet isn't a luxury anymore. It's an absolute necessity. And today I'm announcing another major step. We're investing another $82 million to connect 16,000 additional homes and businesses bringing high-speed internet all across the state of North Carolina from top to bottom. The North Carolina Department of Information Technology reported that at least a million households in North Carolina still lacked high-speed internet in 2023. Ray Zeiss has worked for 10 years as the senior director for NC State's Friday Institute. Zeiss has helped spearhead an online survey that is monitoring North Carolina residents' access to internet. So we've had 140,000 responses, so we run it behind the scenes at NC State. This map allows state officials to put funding into action and pinpoint areas that still do not have internet. It's a real joy to see eventually here this year, the money will really start rolling out and we'll start to see real change and real holes being dug and fiber put in and life-changing access happening to some people that never thought they would see, you know, gigabit internet at their house. Zeiss' work is prioritizing state taxpayer dollars and working to close the digital divide. NC Broadband's Affordable Connectivity Program has helped over 22 million Americans save 30 to $75 per month on their internet bills. I got a tractor there and another one behind it there, and I got this truck here. I pull my trailers. And stuff. Back in Lexington, it doesn't seem that much will change for Brooks. When you're younger, you have to go that way. It's been out for years, but it's really came on the scene in the last 15 to 20 years, really strong and everything. Had I been younger when it came out, I'd be right there and probably following the same category as the rest of them. The expansion of broadband across North Carolina is helping to ensure that for younger generations to come, internet access won't even be a second thought. In Raleigh, I'm Noah Powell. And I'm Taylor Holbrooks. Carolina Connection is a student-produced radio newscast from the UNC Hussman School of Journalism and Media. You can hear their full programs on Saturday mornings at 8.30 right here on 97.9 The Hill through the spring semester. Time is now 4.14. I'm going to tell you really quickly about an accident we had earlier in Chapel Hill. It was a single car crash that resulted in a downed utility pole, briefly closed a portion of East Franklin Street between Glendale and Park. No injuries or outages reported, and they had the pole cleared out there pretty quickly. And I'm sure you're aware of this, but it's worth reminding you that every weeknight at 6 p.m., 97.9 The Hill has Live and Local. It's an hour of local music from the Triangle, mostly focused on artists just in Orange and Durham counties. A little bit of Wake, a little bit of Alamance, a little bit of Chatham in there, too. It is a thriving music scene, but it is not without its challenges, especially in recent months as a handful of venues have closed. Speaking on our forum on the Hill last week, musician Justin Ellis said the biggest challenge may be finding ways to reconnect UNC students with the local scene, especially in the aftermath of the pandemic. You have this one-two punch of university provides the resources, but for the resource to work, you need people who are connected, who know how to like bridge that gap. And that bridge was already starting to disintegrate a little bit between 2013 and 2000, like. 
18, 19, and then COVID hit, of course. Mm. And when I was a freshman at UNC, I was friends with older people who were like, you never heard of Jack Spratt? Oh my God, you got to come Jack Spratt. You never heard of whatever? Yeah, got to come. You have a whole gener- generation, I guess, of college kids who don't have an older crew to be like, oh, you have to check this place out because, because none they of them were all online go anywhere. the whole Yeah, time. exactly. Yeah. So when you look at places like the nightlight is gone, the station is gone, even Linda's is gone, and all those en- those venue owners and business owners were all saying something to the effect at the end, it's like no one comes out anymore. And it's not like, sure, parking is annoying and all that jazz, but people aren't coming out because they don't know it's there. Justin Ellis speaking there. You can listen back to the entire local music panel at chapelboroughcom slash forum on the hill. Time now to talk sports. We'll start the sports conversation with basketball because we got a game coming up pretty soon, as a matter of fact. In just over an hour, I'll be yielding the big microphone to Brighton McConnell as he counts you down to tip-off. That starts at 5.30. UNC team will be at the Smith Center tonight hosting Clemson for that 7 p.m. tip. Tar Heels hoping to avoid a letdown after the huge win over Duke on Saturday. Head coach Hubert Davis expressed confidence his team would not fall into that trap. Here's what he had to say. This is something that we talk about all year, you know, just about, uh, you know, I always give them, you know, thoughts of the day every day. I send them stuff through text, like stuff I see, like motivational stuff on Instagram. And, you know, there was one thought of the day about, you know, it's not all said and done until you've done everything that you can do and you've said everything that you can say. And one of the things that we talk about all the time is there's more to be done and there's more to be said. And so, you know, I think you should feel good about where we are now, but that's it. I mean, there's, there's so much more room for improvement. There's so much more to be said, so much more to be done. And just, you know, having that approach to continue just to work uh, focus on what is real. And I've said this to you guys before, and the only thing that you can really control and what is real is your preparation and your practice and how hard you play. And so if you prepare and you practice and you play as hard as you can, at the end of the day, you just have to live with the results. And this is what this group will do with the remainder of the year and just see where we end up. Hubert Davis speaking there. 97.9 The Hills coverage of tonight's game starts at 5.30. That is in just about 68 minutes, as a matter of fact. Countdown to tip-off with Brighton McConnell coming your way at 5.30. Elsewhere in sports, UNC women's golf team won the UCF Challenge in Orlando yesterday. That's already their second team championship of the season. Over in baseball, Vance Honeycutt has been named a first-team All-American by Baseball America. Congratulations to him. That comes with just about two weeks before the start of the Diamond Heels season. Over in wrestling, UNC wrestler Sonny Santiago has been named the ACC Wrestler of the Week. Congratulations to him.